We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even if you took my hat off my head when my hair wasn't done jerked off right into it and put it right on my head i would say i love you (laughs) (laughs) they're getting worse and worse my guest today Oh, you've seen him on Canada's Drag Race. And if you watch the whole dang thing, I'm going to ruin it for you. Oh, they be the winner. Also, <laughs> they were the host of um, a show. My window went away and I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Oh, wait, it's called The Zone. <laughs> mess, mess. It's Priyanka. That's my name. Don't wear it out still jerking off with my ex's tears. Oh, no. Is this recent? I just got dumped yesterday. Oh, Why no. won't you date me? <laughs> Why won't you date me? Oh, baby. Oh, Wait, baby. Can you, can you talk about L- Nicole, buy your. I was trying to sell something. I was not being bought. I was not the buyer. Oh, no. I I knew I was I've been scheduled for this podcast for a few weeks now. Yes. Very excited. Thank you for having me, you slut. (laughs) (laughs) Sneaky little slut. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I kept seeing it in the calendar and I was like, it would just be so funny if like, you know, (laughs) like I like got dumped that week or something. (laughs) And then it came to fruition. I I, I headed into this week with high hopes. I was so excited. You know, this is I I got a call that uh, my my uncle passed away, which I'm very upset about. Very sad. Sudden. And then I was like, well, you know, a really bad, tragic death happened in my family. Like, no one's going to have the nerve to dump me. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then last night on our regular nightly FaceTime call, 
Mm-hmm. I got dumped. May I ask, how did the dumping happen? Did you get through like a whole FaceTime conversation? And then they were like, mm, by the way, goodbye forever. <laughs> we were literally like just, it was like light chatting. But I was taking a bath before this phone call. Mm-hmm. And show me when you sit there and you stare at the wall. And you're not sure if you should piss in your bath water or not. Okay. In that moment is when I realized that I was being dumped. Something about it. I was felt there was something in the air, and I was like, I feel like my now ex is gonna dump me today. I don't know why, because we talked on the phone earlier in the day, and we, we were just naturally just chatting, being like, I can't wait to see you next week, boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. But he's been like, <laughs> he's been going through some things with his mental health, and I was watching him kind of just crumble. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, not really treating me that good you know like sure. the communication wasn't the greatest he was trying and i saw his efforts but i was like this is we're gonna the something's about to blow and then we had a little light chat on facetime and then he said and i said well i, I- i'm looking forward to seeing you next week and he said yeah about that <laughs> <laughs> the about that truly is haunting it will stop you dead in your tracks. I and mean. you're like, what about it? What about it? It's a thing. It's happening. What about it? I honestly was prepared, though, Nicole. I said, uh-huh. I said, oh, no. What, 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 what are you about to tell me? And then he says, you know, he goes into some speech. And I'm sitting there just like, mm. my heart's pounding in, in my chest. But my anxiety medication is subduing it a little bit. Sure. Loving it. So it's it. doing its job. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Paid for the prescription. <laughs> and... I was just kind of like, you know, I want to date somebody to make me feel important. And you didn't make me feel that important these last three weeks. So I'm okay with this. I'm okay for you to go work on yourself. And I'm not mad. This is fine. I'm going to miss you. I I feel butthurt about it. I'll have an insecure day. But at the end of the day, I'm happy that you're honest with me. You know? You know, I think we're all growing and learning. And I don't know if you're in therapy, but like, what a very fucking healthy response to be like, I am very hurt, but like, this is what you need to do for you. And it has nothing to do with me. You know, when you realize that you're into somebody and you're like, I want to play all my cards, but I'm unsure if you're going to play all your cards. Yes, it's every fucking relationship I've ever had where I'm like, maybe I tell them I like them, but I don't know what they're <laughs> going to come back and say. And then I always do. And then they always go, I really like you as a friend. Or, oh, no! Or they're like, I feel, I feel, you know, feelings for you too. And then they like drop off the face of the fucking planet. The, yeah, I'm like, okay, the ghost. Cool, cool. That's called the ghost, Henny. Mm-hmm. I just think that like there are people that you just need, need to say like, I'm here with all my cards and that's all I could do for you because baby, I'm not going to fix your problems for you. And if I'm putting four cards down and you're only putting down three, mm-hmm. that is not the flush I'm looking for. Uh-uh. I wish I knew cards. Flushes are good. I don't know. Is it? I thought you knew cards, so I was trying to impress you. <laughs> I know. I don't know how to play a card. I don't know how to play spades. I don't know how to play blackjack, poker. None of that shit makes sense but to me. But you know how to play with that dick. Ooh! I do know how to play with that dick. And I am Starvel's the clown looking for a fucking dick. What? And 
I want you to close your eyes and just describe to me what kind of dick you want right now. Oh boy. Okay. So my eyes are genuinely closed yes, and I have they a are. giant smile on my face. <laughs> I've never seen somebody so happy. <laughs> I'm like the happiest little boy. I've got my little hat on, my little striped shirt, and I'm <laughs> dreaming about dicks right now. <laughs> dreaming about that dick. So, like, pretty pretty thick to the point where my hand doesn't completely close around oh, it. so good. Um, I would say, like, eight, eight and a half inches. Yeah. Um, veiny, very veiny. Yeah. Um, uncircumcised. Yeah. Because that's my preference. Yes. Me too. Me too. Me too. They have more personality. I think so. And then slightly curved to himself. I like a little bit of a hook because then that makes me feel like you're going to keep me forever. Oh, not that <laughs> Captain Hook. You trying to get, you trying to get dicked at that. That's like the avatar tails that attach together. That's what like I want. James, you want a James Cameron dick. I want a James Cameron dick. Avatar two through seven. When <laughs> the fuck are they coming out? <laughs> I don't know. They're they're gonna come out when you finally get dick, Nicole. That's what's gonna happen. And then I'm gonna be like, I don't need this anymore. So wait, Priyanka, you <laughs> were telling me before we started that you got the COVID. I got the COVID. Yeah, I got COVID because Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> gave me COVID that kind. White people ruin everything. <laughs> was it bad Did or were you fine? I had no symptoms, but I actually gave it to my now ex-boyfriend who had all the symptoms. So karma oh, will always see? come and get you, baby. Karma, 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 chameleon. Uh, maybe that's why he broke up with you. He was like, this bitch got me fucking sick. And I'm not chancing this bitch again. So again. he gets to step in. I'll never forget when we were talking about it, He said, you also have a high risk job. And I was like, you're a nurse, you cunt. Like, what do you mean high risk? You're That's around funny. COVID all the time. <laughs> so Just funny. because I'm doing splits on the top of cars, it doesn't mean that I'm also high risk. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> well, I would say, honestly, your job is more high risk than his because everyone's wearing a mask in the hospital. And you're out in the world where there's a ton of people being like, I don't believe in masks. They don't fucking work. And um, I need my fucking freedom for my ugly face to be out. I know. <laughs> I told you not to talk about my mom like that. <laughs> Sorry about it. Gotta talk about that bitch. Uh, but yeah, it's so are you touring? And what? That's so wild that you had no symptoms and then your boyfriend or your ex-boyfriend had all of the symptoms. I know. It's like the the, the universe knew he was going to break up with, with me, so they were like, get her, Jade. Get, get her. Get her, Jade! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so wild. And then I think people, when they go out into the world fearless as fuck, they're just like, well, maybe I'll just be asymptomatic. And I'm like, yeah, but like, why would you want to give it to... I feel like everyone is behaving... It's like, I'm not here for the romper room shenanigans that's going on in the world right now in regards to Kabir. Everyone is being whatless. Like, come on. Put your fucking mask on and wash your hands. Like, I'm right? lucky. I'm lucky I didn't get, like, bad symptoms because I have asthma, too. So I could have been, like, mm -hmm. not Canada's drag race superstar, bitch. I could have been dead on the floor. Like, you don't know how it's going to hit you. You don't know how it's going to hit your parents. Like, there's so ma many things that can go wrong. I just think be careful because who cares? Yeah, I truly have... Um I'm like of the school that like looks stupid today. We find out it, uh, tomorrow that we're all okay. You know, like I would rather look like a fucking idiot and like just take precautions. You know, Same. it's just, it's, you know, 
I don't do the same thing when I drive. I don't stop at many stop signs because I feel like they should be yields. But you know, everything else in the world, you know, I take pretty seriously. How do you feel about condoms? Oh, I use condoms uh, because I do not want a baby. No, thank you. Get out of here. I don't want a little person waking me up in the middle of the night being like, excuse me, I'm thirsty. And it's like, I'm thirsty too, bitch. I forgot to bring water upstairs. Yeah, go get um, your mama. Go get your mama some water. <laughs> yeah, if you're thirsty, go get you some water and bring me some too. Uh, also, I don't I don't want STDs. Yeah. Um, have you ever had one? Um, I have not had an STD. You're so lucky. I've been... Very, very fucking lucky because there was a certain somebody in my life that I was a raw dogging, but uh, they were not just raw dogging me. They were raw dogging all of Los Angeles. And <laughs> I'm very lucky that I didn't catch something from him. The only thing you caught was feelings, honey. I mean, I did catch a little bit of different feelings. And that was bad enough. But that's so normal. Like, I feel like whenever there's somebody that doesn't really want us and that they're just fucking us, like, it makes me want them more. Absolutely. Whenever somebody is like, I like you, I'm like, oh, so uh, something's wrong with you and I need to get away from you because there's no reason as to why you should like me. Yeah. Also, I shouldn't say I was lucky that I didn't get an STD. If you get an STD, it doesn't mean you're unlucky. It just means shit happens. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. demonize STDs because no, no, it's they're fine. fucking fine. If it makes you feel better, I've had STIs all the time. I have. I probably have one right now. Okay, let's normalize STIs. Normalize STIs and STDs. I think it's really funny that STDs STDs rebranded to STI. I love a branding movement. <laughs> I love a slogan. <laughs> STI, because S-T-I. you have it. <laughs> uh, how has your life changed since Canada's drag race? I mean, like getting on the show was one thing because it was over a year ago that I was preparing for the show. Like right right now mm-hmm. I was in fittings and getting wigs and my apartment was a mess. It still is a mess. Um, <laughs> and then... We, we shoot the entire show and I have to like keep it secret that I'm in top three the entire, uh, you know, and then we have this big launch and everyone gets to find out we're on Canada's Drag Race and then that's it. <laughs> so then you sit there for two and a half months like waiting for the show to finally start. Uh-huh. When the show started, honestly, it was, it is, it, like, it makes my heart so warm because I had like zero confidence, not zero confidence, but very low confidence as a boy and and being out of drag and meet, meeting other men and kind of just being confident in like me and, and drag is such an escape because you put this makeup on and people look at you like, like you're like this goddess. And I was like, oh, my God, like, do I have to be in drag to get complimented? Hmm. Right. So yeah. Can- Canada's Drag Race for me specifically, like, was a way for people that fell in love with me in and out of drag. Like part of the reason why, you know, I made such a great winner and contestant on the show is because of my confessionals. So like my out of drag stuff of me, just chit chat, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. That's Mm -hmm. shit that really like carried along the show. So my life has changed in in a way that I just like believe in myself more as me, as Mark. Like my drag was always fucking iconic. I was always an icon. Miss Priyanka is an icon. (laughs) But it was more, it, it, but like that, but you you work hard and you see results, right? Like that's what being a drag queen to me means. Mm-hmm. But me as out of drag, as just little old Mark, it was, I got to kind of come up to the same level as my drag as Mark. So I feel fucking fantastic. I love that because I feel like anytime you play a persona that is an extension of you, it's like you have to find the, like the yin yang of it, you know? 
where it's like e- you're bringing equal parts to become one. Because like when I am in, you know, my version of my drag, which is like wig, makeup, lashes, uh, some wild fucking print outfit that I'm wearing and like sketchers because I'm like, they're funny uh, <laughs> and comfy. I, they're very comfy. They brought back the 90s sketcher heel and I was so excited. I bought two pairs. One's patent leather. But uh, that is when I feel the most confident. And then. Not recently. I guess it was like a couple years ago. I started going out in no makeup and uh, flying without makeup. And I was like, oh, I don't get the same amount of attention. But like, that's me. That's who I am. And it's okay Mm. that I have acne scars or whatever. Um, And then I started posting more pictures online. And then sometimes people go, what's wrong with your face? And I'm like, ooh, what a beautiful comment to make on someone's picture. But yeah, I feel you on like, being comfortable just as you. Yeah. And I also think that like, it's funny that you bring up the comment thing because that's something that I had to get used to being on Canada's Drag Race was everybody has something to say. Yeah. And no one ever really fully does. No one cares. Like no one actually cares about you as like the human. They're just like attacking Mm -hmm. you. Like somebody called me a Packy and a leotard. (laughs) That's so rude. And I said like. That's so rude. Well, I laughed when I first heard it because it's so funny that like somebody sat there and sent that. I was like, wow, like you're hateful. That's so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. But I saved their Twitter. And when I won, I tweeted them and (laughs) said, hey, the Packy and the leotard won. (laughs) Get them. I'm a petty bitch. I'm a petty bitch. I fucking love that. <laughs> I This person on Instagram, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it was very funny to me. This person made up a whole Instagram profile to insult me. And at <gasps> one point they said I was, they told me to dust the, the oh, what, what was it? It was like, knock the Cheeto dust off your fat black roach fingers. And I was like, I've never heard that insult before. Honestly. It's kind of poetic. I think you should write. <laughs> right? It's like when they get you so good, you're like, this is kind of iconic. I was like, this is great. I was like, you're really great at roasting. <laughs> and they didn't take any, like, I think I said at one point, I was like, you're really, you have a way with words. I think you should write. And they were like, go fuck yourself. And I was like, I mean, I do every night, but like, I really want you to like write something that you uh, love. And if it's like, I think there's some opportunities. Yeah. I. Sometimes I'm like, what are people's lives like that they log on the internet and they're like, I'm going to say something nasty to this person who's like living out their dream. (laughs) That's the thing is like people don't like success. And that's also a problem in the gay world. And I learned that during this last relationship I had, like we were at like a party together. Like it was the day after I won. We went, we went to a bar, we got a table. Like we were allowed to like, they have like 10 people per table. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend come up to me and said, I saw your boyfriend talking to this boy. And I was like, were they kissing? Were they holding hands? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Like, I think you should just like dig a little deeper. And I was like, oh, so I I brought, so I I go to therapy and and I talk to a therapist Uh every other week. And I was like, what do you think this is about? And he was like, oh, the classic tale of your friends not being able to celebrate your your success. Like it's like in their brains. fuck, yes. in In their brains, like Priyanka winning Canada's Drag Race is all I see for her, but not uh-huh. her having a successful relationship. That's so fucked up. Yup. 
So that's so fucked up. So it's it's similar to the online person that's going to sit there and and take you down online is that it's hard for them to see somebody be successful when their vision of success isn't that like they don't see colored people being successful. Like Mm -hmm. that's not normal. So for them to say like, go dust off your Cheeto fingers. And I love (laughs) I love Cheetos. So that's a compliment. They're very delicious. (laughs) Or you're packing a leotard. That's just their way of saying like, you don't deserve success, which is bullshit. It is bullshit. I think everyone deserves success in what they want to do. I truly so okay, maybe I was pettier in my early 20s, where I'd be like, I don't like this person, this, that and the other. But now I'm like, okay, there's people who are successful who've never been funny one day in their life. And that's okay. That doesn't take away or add to anything I'm doing just because they're succeeding when maybe I don't find them to be the funniest. But it's like somebody else does and comedy subjective and get the fuck up out of their uh, business. Get the fuck back. That's how I feel too. And I love, as I said before, I love being petty. But as long as it isn't taking your like parts of your soul out while being petty. Yes. Because it, it does affect some people, right? Because you are spewing out some sort of negativity to somebody. Mm-hmm. And you are entertaining it. And you only are a product of the things you entertain. But if it doesn't take away from you, then be all be fucking petty if you want to be petty, bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't come for me because I will send for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Right? Don't come for me because I'll send for you, Isn't bitch. Isn't it just so beautiful? <laughs> it's great. I love little sayings. I don't have very many because I can never, I like, I'll say something and I'll be like, ooh, that's good. I'm going to use it all the time. And, <laughs> and then I'll forget? be like, I'll tell you something. I forget all the time. I'll tell you that. I don't remember shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I ate for dinner last night. Yes, I do. I had pizza. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I want for dinner tonight. I don't know. Are you touring right now or no? So I was touring. We just finished the tour in Ottawa, Ontario, the nation's capital. And now I'm done. This weekend I was supposed to go to Vancouver, but that got canceled. So I'm just going to be mm-hmm. here crying in my bed alone while I jerk off to old videos. Um, anyway. Old videos of what? Of you performing? Because honestly, performing. fully iconic. I would love for someone without a hint of irony to be like, I truly masturbate to myself performing. I'm the sexiest fucking person. Honestly, that would be such a treat to hear. Just like, <laughs> that's where I want to be with my self-confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next month I'm doing some touring. I'm going to Calgary. I'm going to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Windsor, Ontario. So she's, she's flying around. It's just, it's so risky because like, like this weekend, for example, I was supposed to be in Vancouver this airs in November, so anywho. That's fine. All weekend in October, you were supposed to be in Vancouver. All weekend in October, I was supposed to be in Vancouver, but somebody on like their squad got COVID, so now we have to like wait. So it's just one of those things where it's like you don't know what you're actually going to be doing. Like any booking that comes through now, I'm like, but is it happening? Yeah, it's it's kind of wild. Like in LA, I've been working a little bit and. Full studios are closing when one person gets it. Yeah. Production shut down when one person gets it. And to me, I'm like, well, wouldn't wouldn't you just be more careful if you know that that's the outcome? Like, you don't have to believe in masks. You don't have to believe in, you know, this being a real thing. But it's like if my job continually got shut down because one person got it, Awkward. I would just be more responsible. I would just take it upon myself 
to be like, guys, let's like get it to the fuck together. No, but there should be like, I agree with you. I think that there should be like, if we're actually, because like the crew and the makeup artists and everybody that's not on camera, they have to wear, wear masks. Mm-hmm. But the cast aren't wearing masks. But guess what? The cast can still get COVID, you idiot. Yes. So what you, ha- what you actually have to do is get the money from the network to put everybody up together and isolate together. I mean, that's what they're doing in Canada. They're doing that. They're doing that. Yeah. What you you, you gotta go home and eat your partner's booty hole and get COVID and then come back to set and do Nicole Byers makeup and give her that booty hole COVID. Do you want booty hole COVID, Nicole? Honestly, I would take it because that means I had sex by proxy. I would truly, I would take it. When was the last time you had sex? March, and it is fucking October. It has been months. March, April, May, June, July, yeah, August. Yeah, I think this is September. the longest I've gone. And I feel dead inside a little bit. I just, I don't, okay, I don't trust people. I don't right. trust these random ass people I'm going to meet on the internet to like be safe. And then I've been working pretty, eh, kind of steadily. I don't want to be the cause of a production shutting down. No. I don't want people to not get their bag because I'm horny. So (laughs) (laughs) very, very selfless of you. Uh, Yeah, it's not selfless. It's honestly like I'm not stopping my own bag for dick, you know? Like, <laughs> it's never worth it because look this it whole isn't. podcast is called why won't you date me a podcast about dick and vagina so mm-hmm. it's never mm-hmm. worth it <laughs> it's not fucking worth it so are you on well i mean you just got broken up with yesterday mm-hmm. before you had a partner were you like on the apps and whatnot oh wait so you haven't experienced the apps after being on drag race no <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a fucking trip. I think it's going to be kind of annoying. Like even before Drag Race, I would get messages of people being like, what's my name? Priyanka. Like all of my Mm taglines would be sent to me all the time. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that like gay people watch Drag Race. They're going to know who I am. And it honestly works in my favor. And not because I have to like use my fame to get dick. It's just because they Mm -hmm. already know who I am. They saw me you know, be a bottom, be a top on net on, you know, so all the small talk is out of the way. Mm-hmm. Jinx said the same thing when I interviewed them. They were like, it, it's fine. It, it's like, great. Either you want to fuck me because you want to fuck me because I'm me or you have an attraction to me as a person. Either yeah. way, yes. I'm getting fucked. I'm paraphrasing and I might be bastardizing what Jinxie said, but I was like, yeah, I guess it does work out. Yeah, like, why not? Like, if you want, if you think I'm so sexy because you saw me on Canada's Drag Race and you just love yourself some Boyanka and you want to give me that big eight inch uncut dick with a little (laughs) bit of a hook, (laughs) stick it in me. Then by all means, do it. Right. I think Demi Lovato just broke up with her fiance because he ended up being like a a Demi Lovato stan. Wait, the, the one that she just. The, the, that, I'm the, like 99% sure and by 99 I mean I saw one thing on Instagram and now I'm like this is the law of the land I'm gonna look it up just to make sure that I'm right so okay Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Look, 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 look. oh my god Demi Lovato broke off engagement after learning Max and a-, a-, a Rich was using her to further his career it was hard for Demi to admit she made a mistake when it came to Max the couple split on Thursday, just two months after they got engaged in Malibu. Ooh. Isn't that wild? So that that's a big problem, though, is because 
with me, with you, there is a persona. There is a specific kind of job. There's a specific kind of lifestyle that people are attracted to. They see mm-hmm. us. They see how confident we are. We make people laugh. We make people happy. And they're part of that lot. So you can't always think that someone is going to use you when they want to date you. Because mm-hmm. there are going to be people that want to use you. And there's going to be people that aren't. But you have to be a smart motherfucker and you have to know when someone is like that. Like like my last boyfriend, I was worried at first that he was going to be a little bit of a star fucker. But then as I got to know him, you could pick up on signs. You have to pick up on those things. Like my mama always says, love makes you stupid. And I totally <laughs> agree with her. But because she told me that so many times growing up, I was all, I'm always looking up for signs. I mean, that is... Honestly, very true. I never thought of it like that. But yeah, love love does make you very, very stupid. And you're yep. like, I tolerate this. This is fine. This, that, and the other. Uh, like a lovely thing that my therapist has been saying when I've been lamenting about the people I've dated. Yeah. Is she says, yeah, but like, do you ever think if they were good for you as opposed to you being good for them? And I'm always like, no, I never think about that. I never put myself first. I'm always like, oh, I fucked this and that up. And she's like, or they weren't accepting of what you gave them. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, that is just it. Is that like you are going to give what you are going to give. And if you're into somebody, you're going to act the way that you act whenever you're into someone. And if they Mm -hmm. don't accept that, then that's just it. Thank you. Next. Thank you, next, Ariana Grande. What's your ideal penis? My ideal penis is my third ex-boyfriend's, fourth ex-boyfriend's beautiful, beautiful cock. Like, whenever, like, if we were ever, like, sleeping naked, Mm -hmm. I would just, like, open my eyes and I would, like, look at it and it would just be so (laughs) juicy and just, like flopping over and just uh-huh. gorgeous. Like it, it looks like it has flavor, you know? Oh. Mm, he was uncut, humongo dick, ha- didn't have big dick energy. So imagine to my surprise when I pulled the pants down and there was a mandingo waiting to take me to church. <laughs> you know, one that just I've takes ev- you. I think I'm trying to think. I feel like there's been like one or two dicks in my life that I was like, my God, this is just delightful. This dude I dated like two years ago, he was like very, very thin and tall. And I truly didn't think any, I was like, it's going to be fine. And then he like pulled down his pants and I audibly went, oh boy, what a <laughs> treat. And he said, what? And I said, um, nothing. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I find like different body types have different dicks. Like there's like, like even my last boyfriend was very short. Like he was shorter than than me, but he had a ginormous cock. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, who makes these men? (laughs) Yeah, I want to go to the store where they make these these men that are so tiny with these huge rocking dicks. I I want to meet the person. I want to meet the person. Real quick, we have to take a break. (gasps) Ooh, on that note. (laughs) 
Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulate it with chili pepper. Lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and coco zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. 
Thanks. Babbles tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations and delivered with conversation based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Just to get away from dicks, just for a little bit, you used to host a kid show. I did. Dicks, dicks, dicks. And now let's talk about SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> it's called In the Zone. I, right? It's called YTV's The Zone. Oh, why? Fuck me. I did What's fuck it up in the you? intro. I guess I'm just not Canadian. You're not Canadian. Canadian. A. Yes. YTV's The Zone is like the flagship after school program that kids run home after their boring class of mathematics to watch SpongeBob SquarePants, Fairly Odd Parents, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, Digimon, The Addams Family, like any show ever. And oh, okay. We have like all these PJs growing up. There was PJ Phil, there was PJ Katie, there was all these kind of PJs, and there was Carlos, and then there was me. Wait, what's a PJ? Like a, it was like a VJ, but they called it P. I don't know why. Oh, okay. And, and how I was old were you? Were you like a teen when you did this or a young adult? No, I was, it was a year ago I quit that job to do Drag Race. And oh, wow. So I was 28. So I did that from 21 to 28, I think, for a, mm. a long time. So I grew up, it's so cool because I grew up with some children. And now they watch me on Canada's Drag Race. It's fucking awesome. I love that. Uh, has have you had any like backlash over it at all? No, everyone. I, it, it's almost like whenever they see that I'm like living so unapologetically, they're like, well, I guess he's doing it and he's being so successful at it. So mm-hmm. I guess he's fine. No, 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 none at all. And if there has been, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how to phrase that question because I was doing comedy just, you know, freely talking about dicks and you know, everything that comes along with that. And my specials allegedly rather vulgar. I don't think it is, but whatever. <laughs> and now I host Nailed It, which is ostensibly like a, the demographic is like children to like adults and a yeah. lot of kids watch it. So their parents will come to my shows and it's not quite backlash, but like I've been told so many times they're like we did we were not expecting this this was far filthier we we don't think we can repeat a single joke to our children who had wanted to come see you and I never know how to deal with that because I'm like oh I had the I had so much before I understand that this show is big and that's what you know me from but I'm like I can't wrap my mind around like you not ever like looking at the other stuff that I've done so yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was coming from to be like, you, like I actually re- relate to you. The the difference with me is is that I have I had two different personas. I was like YTV Suki, that was my my nickname, and then mm-hmm. then I was Priyanka. But YTV, I had a boss there, and he actually tried to make me choose. 
like can you do drag or can you do kids TV? Like, I feel like you have to choose. Like, you work so hard for this kids TV career. You're going to throw it all away. Mm-hmm. And he and I said, and so we have a we had a cast. It was like me, Lisa Gilroy. I think you know her. Mm-hmm. Victor and Carlos. And I and Lisa at the time was doing a lot of Second City stuff because she wanted to break mm-hmm. into the comedy scene. And I said, what's the difference of Lisa Gilroy going to Second City and having fake simulated sex on stage versus me performing Ariana Grande to a bunch of gay 19 plus teenagers at a bar. There's no Mm -hmm. difference under a different name. Like there's no difference. And then he finally like shut up and I was like, I just need to know if you're fighting against me or fighting for me. Because if you're fighting Mm -hmm. against me, this is a different story. About to call HR on your ass. When did you, how old were you when you said this to this person? This was two years ago. I had it. I had it officially. I love that you had the agency to be like, you truly cannot have this double standard. I was like, either you're trying to like, you know, take me down or you are trying to be helpful, but it does not sound like you're fucking trying to be helpful. No. And the thing is, it's like he, he was also a gay man. So I think a lot of it came from him wanting to protect me because back in his mm. day, like, this is so taboo. There ain't no kids host being a drag queen, <laughs> you know? But luckily, Canada's Drag Race was the perfect, like, meld of both. Thank mm-hmm. God. So n- no, backla- no backlash. But I do call myself the Hannah Montana. I love it. I love it. Speaking of which, Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus just did this thing for like MTV. It was like MTV Unplugged in her backyard. So good. And she did a cover of a Britney Spears song of a uh, Gimme More. And I was like, Miley? Yeah. This is everything. And now I think I want a mullet wig. I don't know how to cut a wig into a mullet, but I'm going to figure it out. You would look so good in a mullet, but you have to change your name to something like just like like Roxanne. Imagine. Sapphire. <laughs> I get on stage and I'm like, I'm not Nicole Byer. I am now Sapphire. And I'm going to talk about, uh, I don't know. What do people with mullets talk about? I don't know. Doing coke in the washroom and not getting their dicks hard. I do coke all the time. (laughs) And I play the guitar and you're not (laughs) getting any jokes. (laughs) I have to do 15 minutes of comedy tonight. And I truly have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Talk about COVID sex. I mean, I haven't had COVID sex. I mean, I do have a joke about Lady Glory Holes that (laughs) I've only done once and it went okay. See, you can have (laughs) sex with a mask on. You just use the holes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to work it out. I'm going to figure it out. I cannot go into 2021 without getting deep dicked at least one last time. Because 2021 might be our last year as a planet. <laughs> I know. Do you have like a favorite like position that you like to get dick down in? I like doggy style. And for a very long time, it was because I didn't have to worry about eye contact. But now I'm fine with eye contact. I just I think it hits you better from behind. Um, My mouth is wide open because I'm in shock. It, it, it was. Uh, what, the eye what, contact? What? <laughs> no, wait. Before you ask me what mine is, this this therapy thing that you realized, like you not liking doggy style because you're afraid of eye contact. Mm-hmm. Like if I could put that in a symbol and get it tattooed on myself, I would. That's iconic. <laughs> like that's so iconic. Like that's so relatable. I love that so much. Well, it just got to be like, one of those things where someone is staring at me and I'm like, 
I don't know. Do I now have to perform and this is just okay? Do I look away? Where do do I close my eyes and then I open them and you're still staring at me? Oh and now God. we're gonna have a stare off. <laughs> and then I realized was, <laughs> I realized I wasn't connecting with people and it right. wasn't fully intimate. You know, it took a lot of therapy to get to that little Good point. for you though. I'm so proud of you, my little baby. You've all grown up now. No, Priyanka, thank you. <laughs> How did you arrive at the name Priyanka? Which I think is a terrible question to ask a drag queen. No, but- I think it's cool. No, for me, like, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm an overthinker, and I was like, what's a name that's already been used? That's a crossover, so if people understand that there's like a brown girl coming on stage, and because of Priyanka Chopra, uh- I was like, let me use that name. She's on Quantico. She's married to Nick Jonas. People know who she is. Mm-hmm. So. Let me just use that because to the white girl mind, that name is already in her brain because it's on TV already. That's honestly, I think, something white people never, ever have to think about. They never have to think about when their name is called and they arrive at the stage that people might be disappointed. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Or they might leave and go to the bathroom because they're like, oh, this doesn't matter. Like, white people never have to think about that shit. Just the fact that you were like... I thought of a name so people would understand that a brown person is coming out is so it's fucked up that you had to think that way. But like, I fully understand it. Like I've said it on the podcast before, but my name is Nicole Michelle. I don't have a nickname because my mother wanted me on paper to look like maybe I wasn't black and Maybe you would call me in for that interview. I said it on the show. My mom named her son Steve, Mike, Mark, and Chris so we didn't get bullied in school. Bitch, I get it. Yeah, and like that is the wildest thing that a parent has to do. Like my mom used to, she told me when I was very young, she was like, you know, I prayed for a second kid and I was blessed with one. And then when I was pregnant, I would pray that you you would come out the same shade as your sister. Because if I came out darker, people would be meaner to me. If I came out lighter, people would be nicer to me. But if we were the same color, we would be treated evenly. And that blue, like, as a kid, I was like, that's nice. (laughs) As an adult, I'm like, oh, my God. So this pregnant woman had to, like, fucking pray. Yeah, it's, it's so insane. Yeah, it's so fucked up. I mean, I've been talking to my my parents a lot about like their I- immigration process and stuff, and mm-hmm. and they were like, it's kind of one of those things where, where like you you're 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 coming into an, 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 an you're coming into another country, so you want to like abide by their rules. So mm-hmm. if there's a classroom of kids and they're all named Tim and Candace and Charlotte, then I will name my son Mark so he fits into the class because we immigrated mm-hmm. here from Guyana. Get in the class, you know. It's like they want to to just hide because they don't want want to be pointed out for being different because they don't want to cause problems with the government, Mm -hmm. which is bullshit. But yeah, it's so fucked up. And I mean, it's truly every episode I'm talking about how systemic racism uh, has its little fingies everywhere, but it truly does. It's so wild. I worked with a Guyanese man named Mr. Henry. I think he was Guyanese. He was really sweet. He was a security guard at Lame Giant where I worked, a.k.a. Lame Bryant for the fatties. Um, That's the actual name of the store. But he was the only nice person (laughs) at that fucking job. Everyone else called me a weirdo because I was. What? Weird. (laughs) Guyanese people are amazing. They cook the best food. Mm. And does your family believe in Obia? 
I don't know who Obia is. Who's Obia? Okay, Obia is not not is not a person. It's a dark. Oh. It's like a dark energy, and like oh. you can put Obia on people. And when we we were younger, my my nanny who passed, if she didn't like people, she would say, "Now go to that auntie house. She will give you Obia." So she'd make so she didn't want you to go to like this auntie's house because she was worried that like they would like bad eye you and put like a curse on you and. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. People buy like obia oil and put it on people to cast spells on them and shit. It's black <laughs> magic. It is black <laughs> magic. West That's Indian people are wild. Wild. <laughs> no, I've never heard of that, but I am West Indian for a long time. I've also said this on the podcast. I think it was episodes ago. I thought I was Native American because my one aunt, my aunt Murtis was like, oh, you know, because we're Indian. And then the door closed and I was like, I'm Native American. <laughs> and I thought that for a solid two years, maybe three, telling people I was part Native American. I just didn't know what tribe. And then that same aunt was like, oh, you know, because we're West Indian. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nicole, don't worry. Like, I will get we will get some obia oil and I'll put some on my ex. You'll put some on some guy who fucked you over and together. Yes. Together we'll cast a spell. We are the Hocus Pocus remake that they need. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if Kathy and Jimmy gave her blessing, I would love to play that part. It's me, you and we need Ugh. a third person. Who's the third person? Who would be the third person? Hmm. Zendaya. No, Kiki Palmer. Okay, Kiki Palmer. I can see that. That I can see. Zendaya, I think, is, I don't know. She's pretty versatile. I liked Euphoria. I didn't watch all of it, but I what I saw, Euphoria. I really liked it. Yeah. If you keep watching, I think you'll love it. It was a little intense at times where I'd be like, oh, Dios mios. I can't believe. Yeah, but it does. I, I did. I did like it. I love it. Are you watching any other TV shows right now? I mean, people are probably sick of hearing about this, but I watch 90 Day Fiance. It's my favorite show on television. I okay. love it so much. Um, I just rewatched RuPaul's Drag Race season one. Work. Which is truly iconic. Like, Rebecca Glasscock is the villain of our time. She <laughs> would just do these things, and you're like, Rebecca, you certainly you won't be rewarded. And then it's like, top two. And you're like, how? She was so poorly behaved. I- <laughs> I wish she still did drag. I don't think she does. Did you you watch? I know you watched some of Canada's Drag Race, right? I watched all of Canada's Drag. Oh, Race, you watched all I had of a it. Very lovely time. Oh my god! I know that you didn't know that I was West Indian. I did not know because during the snatch game, I was confused. I was, I was so like, mad at you. Huh. Like it was like it was like real. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, really. Well, I was, uh, so my initial, so this is when I, I, I was starting to like blow up too, right? So I, yes. I was getting a lot of like comments. So I was so excited uh-huh. to like listen to this Nicole Byer podcast <sighs> talking sorry. about, you know, Snatch Game because I knew I did bad for mm-hmm. close to a year, but I knew uh-huh. that li- that lip sync was so good, bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is Nicole Byer questioning how brown I am? I, which so, wasn't the case, which wasn't the case. That's not the case at all. But that's how I felt in the moment because it was like a mm-hmm. moment of sensitivity for me because like I was getting so much. It was it was happening. Yes. I was becoming like a star to to, mm-hmm. to everybody. So I was being canceled and I was being celebrated and I was, you know, people were looking for my nudes. Like it was so many mm-hmm. things oh. on top of things. So I was just worried that you were uh, mad at me. But then we, 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 no. we, we made up. I try to say, so drag her, I love doing it. 
It is a little difficult, though, because it is my opinions and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I don't want someone to take what I've said and then like attack a queen because like that's not it. And then people have like a lot to say about my opinions, which I guess it's like if you have opinions, you have to take opinions. Uh, But I said I didn't like Kine's uh, dress at the crowning episode. And they were like, that's a traditional Filipino dress. And I was like, I know it was ill fitting. That's just an opinion. I wasn't taking down Filipino dresses. Yeah. So it's just like uh, I wasn't questioning how brown you were. I was just choose. I was like, why black? But I didn't. I also didn't realize you were West Indian. Yeah, that that's that's the that, that's the 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 lesson that I guess I I, I learned. I mean, luckily it was bad, and luckily I was in the <laughs> bottom, <laughs> so I got I got my I got mine. But that's the thing is like, like it, it's just tough because like although I am West Indian, like technically the character of Miss Cleo was born an American, mm-hmm. but her roots are West Indian. I think it's more Jamaican, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. So technically, I'm not Jamaican. So I don't technically have the right to be impersonating a Jamaican woman. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those like let lesson learn things. But then part of me was like, I did bad anyway. So what does it, you know, matter? Yeah. But it just, I think it- I think you can impersonate Miss Cleo. I think it's fine to impersonate someone of a different race. I just think it's you're working that much harder because it's like, I don't want you to paint yourself a different color. You just have to like have the outfit on point, the accent on point. And then even then it's like people get really touchy feely about accents. Like I think it was Manila Luzon who did. uh, Oh God. It was like the shit. I can't remember. It was a shoes. It was Imelda Marcos, which I think oh. is a different Asian ethnicity than her. Oh, I don't even know if I can say Asian ethnicity. It was a different, <laughs> a different ethnicity. Yeah. And people were like, well, that's not okay. This, that, and the other. And I was like, but why? And they're like, because she's putting on an accent. And I, I just think at some points you're like splitting hairs. Yeah. And was the Snatch Game hard? You, it, it was hard, right? It was awful. It was so awful. I thought... Like, I come from an improv background. I come from Mm -hmm. sketch. I come from characters. That's all we did on kids' TV. So I was completely shattered when I I sat down and I realized that I did not prep properly for Miss Cleo. Mm -hmm. I realized that my improv skills have faded. I should have, you know, like, you have to keep polishing, right? Yeah. And it was so hard. It was so hard, especially when, when you're challenge like the first thing i said was something about a pom-pom and brooklyn mm-hmm. immediately kind of shut me down she's like what's that and i was like oh yeah but like <laughs> but that, that I will yeah say, you gotta if someone says something you don't know you don't just go what's that yeah you I, make a pun or something i think there's like a little bit of volleying that maybe didn't happen in that snatch game but like it, it is so hard to do an impersonation and then like keep it up because I've I've only gotten to see it once uncut when I was on All Stars three. Mm-hmm. It was honestly the wildest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> it was I was like I can't believe this is how it's because people don't realize you guys improvise for like an hour. 
Yes, you're just sitting there trying to be in character because those cameras are trying to catch you on an yes. off moment. And 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 if they have the option to make you look a little bit bad, that's what they're going to cut to. Yes. Yeah. It's playing a game against the cameras. They're on your side, but they're also like not on your side because the TV show and making it entertaining is what the priority mm-hmm. is. Yes, they need to structure narratives and whatnot. And uh-huh. it is interesting because I didn't know this, and this is not a, a knock against Drag Race or World of Wonder or anything, but the reason why everyone wears the same shirt in the confessionals is so they can cherry pick it and put it where they want. And I was like, wow. Smart. Whoever, I love like, that. Came up with that? I hope they got a raise. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so smart. Because that's fucking iconic. I if agree. If you go, I hate that bitch. And you can just put that anywhere you want to any old bitch. That's <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> I love that. You got to play your games, honey. I love TV. I love working in TV. I love figure that that was all. That was also the hard part about Canada's Drag Race is that it was my TV vacation. I was still in TV, but I wasn't like <laughs> a part of it. You know, uh-huh. I wasn't help making it. I wasn't developing it. I wasn't help coming up with challenges. So I was like, damn it. Did you find that hard to? take not a back seat but like work in tv in a different capacity yeah i definitely was like at first a little bit like weird it's kind of like you're a little bit like cautious because i'm Mm -hmm. used to writing the 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 scripts and and knowing what what camera shots i want to get and and blah 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 blah. so Mm -hmm. that that was a tough transition but once i kind of like shot the first episode i was like Girl, you're having fun. This is your vacation. Like, <laughs> like you're lucky that you got to leave a TV job and still be on TV. And now you're doing yes. less work because drag yeah. is fun. Drag is fun for me. It's not it doesn't feel like work. So I was like, fuck it. Just have fun. And I did that, which is why I ended up winning. Bing. Ding, 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 ding. Is the crown heavy? The crown has not been delivered to my home yet. I'm still waiting for wow. I get it this week. Wow, that's a long ass time. That's a long ass time, but don't worry, we will get the crown, we will get the photo shoots, we will do what we have to do. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Working TV is so interesting because I find myself, I pick and choose my battles now. Like if I think something is very, very funny, I will, like, I will sometimes I'll just be like, guys, I really think that's funny and I think we should get it. Yeah. And if people, if there's a pushback and it's not my project, I go, okay. Unless I'm like, that's really funny. Yeah. And I'm just going to I'm just going to say it again until someone corrects me. And that's a fun thing I do. I say the words how I want to say them until someone goes, can you say them scripted? And I go, oh, OK, I didn't know if you wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, though, is that like, you know, as you said earlier, comedy is subjective. But like also like you as a comedian know what's funny because you know what what makes you laugh. Yes. And that's important. I know it makes me laugh. And then. I do pay attention to feedback, whether it be negative or positive, and people will be like, oh, this part was so funny. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka, what's next for you? What are, I'm asking the worst questions. Like, what do you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to In the Zone. <laughs> Whenever people are like, what's next for you, Nicole? I'm like, I don't know. I don't Hopefully fucking I don't know. die and I keep fucking working yeah i just got dumped you fucking cunt like what do you fucking want me to do what's next for me well i'm gonna end this call drink an entire bottle of vodka go cry and think i'm ugly no you're stunning and you've great skin what's your skincare regimen i have the most sensitive skin in the world so i have to use a lot of like just cetaphil 
and 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 that kind of shit. And I just I have a clear Sonics that I scrub with, and I'm just very okay. careful, very very careful. Wow, it is. It's honestly very clear, very beautiful. I do Thank not have you. good skin, but I stopped eating meat in May. And it stopped my acne. Yep. When I cut out eggs and dairy, it stopped my acne. But then it came back and I went on Accutane and now I can eat whatever I want. So. Oh, so you're on Accutane. I was on Accutane for okay. a while. Did you want to pass away on Accutane? You know, I was I was nervous, honey. I was nervous. Because sometimes like they say that's a side effect that you like want to pass away. Yeah, they say that like it, you can have suicidal thoughts because it takes all the it's like an oversaturation of vitamin A. So it dries out all your skin and makes you depressed. Um, oh. But it didn't make me depressed. I was thriving. I was going to the club, <laughs> you know, like not, not like I see you trying to get me down with your side effects. Corona, Accutane, mm-hmm, you will not mm-hmm. get me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the only reason why I wouldn't take it. And I've got terrible acne scars. I did um I did Fraxel laser treatment for my acne scars and they went away. Really? See, I'm very nervous about doing any sort of laser treatments just because black skin scars easily yeah. and keloids and I just I'm like I guess I just need to look for like a black dermatologist to help me. That no, and they get it. Mine, my, mine was a, a dark skin fellow named Dr. Sapra. Love him. So he knows dark skin. So he was very careful. Where's Dr. Sapra? Is he in, in Canada? Canada? He's a Canada. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Canada? Canada? Canada. Canada. Hi, Canada. <laughs> I Canada? love Canada. I love Canada. I like Vancouver. Vancouver's yeah. very cute. Toronto, I didn't really get to explore. I was there for two days. I love Edmonton, and people are always like, ew. I love that. I'm You and I are so similar. I always love the weird, small city town thing. I don't know why. Yeah, I, maybe that's why I liked it. I love people, but I like to be away from people, and I like when mm-hmm. like a town, as a visitor, has like innocence. Like You walk in, and then like yes. this server named Susan comes up to give you a drink, and you're like, your life is just so simple. Like you just mm-hmm. live, you just go to work every day and you and, and, and you do this and, and your biggest problem is that your neighbor's annoying and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's why I liked Edmonton because I'm always like, why did I like it so much? Because it's like quaint, it's cute. Everyone was like a little weird, but like yeah. also very normal. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun in Calgary. I love Calgary. I haven't been to Calgary yet. It's really, really Or is great. Edmonton in Calgary? No, Edmonton's Min- its own thing. Edmonton's in Alberta, which is Alberta's uh, the province. And then yes. Ed, uh, Edmonton and Calgary are within Alberta. Uh, I was also in Quebec and the Quebecians, they didn't, they didn't like me. I don't They don't think. vibe. They don't vibe. They don't vibe yeah, with the, with the it colored was a, girls. It was a strange city for me to be in because I was like, I think I'm being very nice and I don't know if it's been reciprocated to me. Yeah, they're very standoffish is a good way to kind of describe mm-hmm. it. Um, I've had good experiences. I, I performed at Cabaret Mado in M- Montreal. And and I think because they already knew me before I got there, it was easier. I think it's hard to mm-hmm. impress them. I think that's the problem. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I did my special in Quebec. It was, uh, it was interesting. It was so weird because... So what I was very lucky. I got to do two shows. And then we picked the best jokes from either one. And 
mesh them together. And it was like things that hit in the first show didn't hit in the second show. Things yeah. that hit in the second show didn't hit. And I was like, I can't figure out this fucking audience. Yeah. It it's was like so Frankensteining. Wild. Yeah, it's hard. It's like, it's just trying to figure out why won't you date me? <laughs> I mean, I'll never figure that out. I don't know. Maybe I will. People keep going. They're like, what are you going to do if you like find a partner? And I'm like, continue to talk about love and just, yes. I'll just have a different perspective. I don't know. I'm excited for that. Yes. I'm excited for that too, because it, whenever you're in a relationship, it brings up so many things about yourself that you, you know, like all my anxiety, for example, is all relationship based. Like I only mm-hmm. get anxious uh, when it comes to relationships. So that's why I ended up starting medication when I started dating my ex because I, I was like, oh, this is an actual problem mm. that I'm having, that I can't sit here with my thoughts because of my past traumas from my other relationships that now I got to figure out how to be normal within this new relationship. So I think being in a relationship is, you know, it's so fun. It's like you learn so much about yourself and you learn how to still like chase your your dreams and how to exist without letting somebody get you down because there's a like the love makes you stupid thing is a real thing but love doesn't have to make you stupid you can find a person that helps you and guides you along the way that betters your life but we're so used Mm -hmm. to the fucking idiots honestly you sound so well adjusted and healthy i love that you were like this is a problem that i have in relationships i need to seek medication and help for this yeah i am the person who's like oh my life fully fell out from the bottom and um i i hit a a cute little rock bottom where i got drunk and uh, fell out of my shower and was like maybe i talked to someone about this I went through a very cute phase where I get very drunk and be like, I need to be wet. Um, but now I'm, I'm done with that phase, which is good. Yes, it's a, it's a new chapter. No more drunk showers. <laughs> no, only drunk sits. Uh, Priyanka, this has been so delightful, so lovely. I truly enjoy you. Oh, wait, also, so the outfit you wore in Drag Race with like the little space buns, little, little buns, yeah. that was half blue, half orange fucking legendary it was so fucking cute it was like i don't know Nicki minaj meets megan the stallion meets like doja like it was so fucking cute like meets like i'm a nick's cheerleader like it i it was one of my favorite outfits you wore and then your finale look was stunning yeah i honestly i feel the exact i have the same opinions that you have that orange (laughs) and blue and you could just tell that i was just feeling my oats feeling it Thank you. I really appreciate that. And that's my favorite when people come through your TV and you're like, oh, my God, they're having the best time. Yeah. Like that like that time I got drunk and untucked. Wait, which part? That was episode nine when I was wearing the paper dress and I said, well, yes. Michelle Visage sounds like I'm pretty. And then Jimbo was like, from the neck up, bitch. <laughs> Jimbo's funny. Jimbo's a saucy little fucker. Is Jimbo as nice and wonderful as I think Jimbo is? Jimbo's so nice and wonderful, but she is a hateful bitch. I love it. That's my favorite. I, yeah, it's like very that. Like, like if I was to fall into a ditch, Jimbo would be the first person there. But if I ever want to feel like shit about something, Jimbo will also make, make me feel like shit about something. A very well-rounded person. <laughs> that I love. Okay, Priyanka, I ask all of my guests this. Sometimes I forget, but would you date me? <gasps> 
Yes, I would date you and oh I would God, eat that pom pom clean. I will make you squirt, <laughs> baby. Don't go chasing waterfalls tonight because those waterfalls <laughs> are splashing all over your sheets, Miss Nicole Baya. Oh, I love it. That is honestly the nicest that you want me to squirt all over my sheets. But also rude because who's going to do my fucking laundry? Me. I'm just kidding. And I'll make you avocado <laughs> toast in the morning. Thank you. I love avocado. I truly love avocado toast, even though it's like so kind of basic and simple. It's like delicious. Yeah, it's better than an eight inch curved uncut cock no it's not it's not better than that it truly is not no nothing's better than that (sighs) well if you like this episode of why won't you date me you can like it you can rate it you can subscribe on itunes or apple Podcasts, as they call it now and if you send me a nasty message via a dm or in the like uh I don't know where you can like put the reviews I will read the nasty ones so this person wrote in acrostic agreement. So it's my name going down and across it says N, negotiate terms of agreement. I, initiate sex stuff. C, cocaine full of pussy. (laughs) Oh, other nasty things. L, lick the back of your teeth. E, eat your butt. (laughs) Eat your butt. Eat your butt. (laughs) Lick the back of my teeth is maybe the most disturbing thing I've ever heard. I love that. I would love to lick the back of your teeth, Henny. Oh my God, I don't even know how you would do it. I have such a tiny tongue, I couldn't do it. Your little tiny tongue. And Nicole, we have to do it. My name is Priyanka, what's my name? Priyanka! My name is Priyanka, say my name. Priyanka! Do you love me? Yes, Priyanka! Do you think I'm pretty? Yes, Priyanka! Do you want to fuck me? Yes, Priyanka! (laughs) Wow, great. Great answers. Good job. Okay, my turn. My turn. Uh, 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 will I ever get a boyfriend? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. M- Miss Cleo had a vision. <laughs> I love that Miss Cleo was so bad in the snatch game because that means the opposite will happen. Hey! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>